Hey everyone, this is Tim, the Dungeon Master for Knights and Nerds, and I really want you to listen to this, so please don't fast forward just yet, because I have a really important announcement to talk to you about. It is that we are doing a giveaway right now. I think we're probably in the last few months of this adventure, and I thought it would be fun to do a giveaway to celebrate that. And what the giveaway is, is that you can win a set of Bloodstone dice. A set of dice polished, made out of bloodstone, and they are immaculate. We got them from our friends nerdychicken.ca. And the way that you can win the dice is by doing the following. You can follow our podcast on any social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Please also follow Nerdy Chicken. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, their handle is at chickenlynerd. So follow us, follow them. That's step one. Step two, look for the giveaway post. Uh, tag three of your friends on any of the giveaway posts. And then guess how the campaign ends. You can submit your guess by a direct message on any of those social media platforms, or you can email it to our email, which is Podcast at gmail.com. And the most accurate guess is going to win the Bloodstone dice. And some random person, just any person who makes any guess, whether or not it's correct, will win a set of ethereal vampire dice. These are not made out of polished stone, but they're still very cool. They're sort of translucent with a red, uh, wavy, uh, like vapor or mist in the middle of them. They're really cool. You get two d20s with the set, so you can roll easily with advantage. You get four, three or four d6s, so... You know, you're not rolling eight times when you throw a fireball. Uh, they're they're really great. So again, just to really quickly recap the process. Step one, follow Knights and Nerds and Nerdy Chicken on social media. Step two, tag three of your friends in any of the giveaway post. Step three, guess how our campaign will end. Like who who lives, who dies, where does the final battle take place? As many details as you want to to weave in there. The most accurate guess will win the Bloodstone Dice, and you have up until June 9th to submit your guess. So, no rush. You can go back and listen to our back catalog of episodes to get caught up. You still have plenty of time to do that. And if you don't listen to the behind-the-screen campaign planning episodes, that's okay. I honestly don't know if the people who do listen to those episodes will have any advantage in terms of knowing how things will end. I, I really don't know. <laughs> because the players keep doing things that I don't expect. And while this giveaway is ongoing, and I think up until probably up until our campaign ends, you can go to nerdychicken.ca and use the promo code NERDYNIGHTS. That's nice with a K. So N-E-R-D-Y-K-N-I-G-H-T-S for a 15% discount on your order. They have some amazing stuff. They've got affordable dice sets. They've got higher-end dice sets. They've got really unique miniatures, dice towers, dice trays, really unique selection of stuff. So I really recommend checking out their website, nerdychicken.ca. I do want to say thank you to Lucas Duff and Alex Williams for leaving us reviews on Podchaser. Thanks, gentlemen, for doing that. Very kind of you. 
We also have a few new reviews on iTunes, and I want to thank uh, some people who left those. One review says, great podcast, ready for more. I'm all caught up, and I'm ready to hear more of how our intrepid heroes are going to overcome the challenges to come. You know what? Uh, I'm eager to find that out, too, because I don't know how they will or if they will. But thank you, kind stranger, for leaving that review. Uh, We have another one that says, Knights and Nerds remembers the fun and creative nature involved in playing D&D. More importantly, it's engaging and easy to follow along as a listener. The characters in the story are all original and high quality. This is a must-listen podcast. Thank you very much for your kind words. And we have one more that was left uh, earlier this month entitled Perfect Balance. I'm just about to start my very first experience at D&D as the DM of a group of other brand new players. The in-game play is very interesting and fun, but the DM behind-the-screen episodes are proving the most interesting and valuable to me. Aw. Just starting out listening, but I find myself rushing to catch up and see what ideas pan out, what ideas don't, and the reasoning behind Tim's decisions. Great job, everyone. Aw, thank you. Uh, I'm also curious to see what ideas pan out, because I've had many of that happen. Um... But yeah, that's the excitement of being a dungeon master, and I wish you all the best on your own campaign. There's nothing quite like starting that first adventure. Even when you've DM'd like many games, starting a new adventure is always very exciting. But when you're just familiarizing yourself with the game, there's nothing quite like it. So thanks to all of you for leaving those amazing reviews. I really do appreciate the support. All right, now let's get into this episode. Before we do, we're going to hear a few uh, words from some fellow podcasters who have been very kind to us in the past and have supported us. So we're going to hear a few words from them, and then we're going to rejoin our heroes, Candace, Katie, Matt, and Tom, otherwise known as Faye, Vanna, Spruce Lee, and Gilladob Fabblestabble. Well, one last thing I should point out that going forward, uh, we're no longer playing in person together. Uh, the last episode, episode number 49, was recorded, I think, late February or very early March before, you know, everything changed. So so we are playing and recording using an app called Ringer. Uh, the sound quality, I think, is still decent. It's not as good as what we've uh, had for a little while. You know, hopefully we'll be back together again soon. But you'll probably notice a difference. I just want to give you a heads up. Hey everybody, you want a new D&D 5th edition podcast to listen to? (laughs) Well, I know I'm always looking for one, so guess what? I've got a recommendation for you. It's called Cheaper by the Dungeon. It's a Dungeons & Dragons campaign following the adventures of Zippy, Darian, and Normandy as they travel to become the greatest treasure hunters of all time. We've got some hardcore action. That's 18 damage, 18 damage, 18 damage. Three! You come through with an 18 damage, you're swinging a another swing! For... Another swing, that's another seven, it's 17 damage! Two! 17 damage! Seven! 17 damage! Comedy? Right. So, you wanna, you wanna bet on your friends? What do you wanna bet? Uh, they're very lives, I think. As high as it goes. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm ready to win Okay. And even some dramatic moments. You have chosen the path you've sown. Now travel to the depths. Alone. And I, with Royce, I grab him and I throw him over the edge. But most of all, this show is filled to the brim with heart. And we hope that you come and join our adventure and become a cheapskate yourself. Still, 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 still.
catch Cheaper by the Dungeon anywhere you get your podcasts. Check us out. Love you. Hi there, I'm RPG enthusiast and dungeon master Ryan Howard. Can't get enough RPG talk? Want to hear interviews with legends of the RPG world? Want to discover new and interesting games? Then let me recommend my show, Rollin' Bones with Ryan Howard. Each week on Rollin' Bones, I have conversations with content creators, industry legends, and gaming enthusiasts about the world of RPGs. I also share stories from my gaming table and give advice for players and GMs alike. Sound like the show for you? Then roll your bones over to RollinBonesPodcast.com or the podcatcher of your choice and check us out. Rollin' Bones with Ryan Howard, your source for the best in RPG interviews. Last time we played, the party, accompanied by Rumok, the Githyanki, chased down someone who had stolen the black orb from the ruined hull of the Githyanki airship. Rita had stayed behind with Elwyn, I believe. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We don't want him near Gilly right now. All right. Yes. Gilly is still... Under a, a command to kill Elwyn. Okay. So has that happened again? He's tried to... He's tried. He's made a couple attempts. Okay. You know, you know what? He's resisted more times than he's... Mm-hmm. He hasn't really made... He hasn't really yeah, put his heart into it. <laughs> took some brain damage. <laughs> I thought you were going to say last time when we were all together. We were actually oh, yeah, physically last- all together. Yeah. As we're... Uh, now we are... <laughs> so Gilly, using locate object tracked down the orb through Lower Bold Brook to a temple. Your group busted into the temple, made some very overt threats to an old man before <laughs> running up several flights of stairs, murdering as you went. <laughs> Am I... I have rejoined the group. I was here yeah. nodding along through yeah, everything. you're okay. nodding along through everything. Uh-huh. Do you not remember? <laughs> yeah, it's coming back to me. So much nodding. You were very naughty. (laughs) (laughs) You had gotten up to the third floor of this monk tower. I should say monastery tower. You reached the third floor and you were face to face with three more monks and a mind flayer in the flesh who was in possession of the black orb. All of you are at the in the doorway. We are still in initiative. It's Gilly up first, along with his jackal and, and baboon. And baboon. Jackal and baboon. So let me set the scene. Room is about 40 feet by 40 feet. The three monks are standing in front of the mind flare, about 30 feet away. And there is a large desk or large heavy wooden table in the middle of the room. And the bookcases line the walls. And there are small windows 
at various intervals along the wall, like uh, like something that you'd shoot an arrow out of, not something that you'd jump out of. So there's no like large uh, human size windows. Correct. And mm. the monks are thirty feet away from the mind flare, or thirty feet away from us. From you, they're okay. standing right right in front of the mind flare, essentially. Okay. And there's like how how high is the ceiling? Is there any like lights or like anything? What's the roof look like? Oh yeah, the ceiling. There's some exposed beams. Uh, it's about fifteen feet high. Okay. And there's some. There's like a a chandelier in the middle. Wonderful. All right, so I guess I'm up first. You are up first. And uh, we're just going to do Jacqueline Baboon on the same initiative. Yep. Okay. All, all three. It's a big party. With these three guys in front. Okay, I'm going to have the Jackal run up first. He's got a 40 foot, foot movement speed. So these three guys, they're like totally blocking the path. I would have to like take an attack of opportunity if I was to run past them. Yeah, so they're sort of in a protective semicircle in front of the mind flare, about five feet in front of him. So you could sneak that jackal around, but yeah, he might take an attack from one of the guys. Well, then he'll just run up and uh, try to make a hole and, and attack one of the guys right in the front. All right. I guess the middle dude, he will attack. So a uh, 17 to hit. Yeah, 17. He bites that. Oh, you know what? Hang on. I wanted to implement a new uh, rule that I uh, read about today. Mm. If you describe your attack with some detail, you can get a plus one bonus to your damage. Ooh, very Ooh, nice. Ooh, I like well, that. That's excellent. <laughs> doing shit like that. You do enough damage. You don't have to do shit. Okay. Yeah. nods. <laughs> well, because I'm very aware of how it would go. So the jackal would charge forward and go right underneath the large table in the center of the room and bite at the leg of the middle guy. The monk, I guess. Yes. He cries out, ah, my favorite leg. Yes. And then at that point... The baboon charges forward, but he hops on top of the table and then jumps up to swing on the chandelier, I suppose, <laughs> since that's more dramatic. And uh, I'm going to try and have him jump over the line of monks to land behind them. Do we want to do the damage of the baboon, uh, the jackal first? Oh, yes, I suppose. Uh, so two damage. Weak ass jackal. Yeah, you roll a one d one over there. It's a it's a, it's a d four, so oh. it's just a flat d four. All right, so you're trying to have the baboon do an airborne attack at the mind flare directly. Well, no, like he's got a thirty percent, a thirty foot move, and then a thirty foot climb. Ooh. So he's mostly just trying to like climb over top to get behind the lines. But then I think I'll actually have him still attack uh, the same monk that the jackals latched onto. Okay, great. So he gets some pack tactics, which gives him uh, advantage on his attack roll. So that's a 13 to hit. 13, this monk just narrowly steps aside. Okay. 
Um, well, that is it. That the baboon's just all up and engaged with people. Uh, is he in five foot with the mind flare as well, or would he only be engaged with the monk? Uh, he's not like he's not with. The, he would have to move past the monk to get to the mind flare, so he's not considered engaged with the mind flare. Okay. All right. So I'll, I will make my own attack then, and I'm just going to shoot an arrow at the same monk that I've been attacking. Uh, 24 to hit. Oof. Which yeah. Perfectly fine. And this is a sneak attack, I guess, because he's engaged. Yeah, we'll get that. So, before the sneak attack, it's going to do 13 damage. Uh, That's 28 damage. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Wait, 28 sneak attack damage? No, just 28 total. Oh, okay. And then I think I'll just like uh, move off to the left in the room so that I'm not grouped up with everyone coming through the door. Faye, you're going to be up next and then Spruce, but it's the Mind Flayer next. Ready to roll wisdom saving throw. (laughs) (laughs) You wish it was wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't because I lost my fucking wisdom. No, you lost your intelligence and that's what it's going to be. Yeah, you're right. So when you had come into the room, the Mind Flare looked as though it was like in a trance. The black orb was hovering over its outstretched palm. Its tentacles were quivering ever so slightly. And now that you've busted in, it is very aware of what's going on. It still holds the orb in its hand. Uh, I don't think anyone's quite positive what it's doing with it, but it regards all of you... Katie's making a motion of like ball fondling (laughs) stone polishing (laughs) it reaches out towards the group and makes a gesture as if it's taking hold of something oh shit Faye it's your turn now okay so the orb isn't hovering anymore it's no, in his it's grip? In his hand, yeah. Loosely? Uh, I don't know. Uh, moderately. Okay. I'm asking because I want to try and get my unseen servant to walk over and take the orb. Okay. Because I know we want it back. I can't do a lot. I went through most of my things are wisdom saving throws, and I'm pretty sure he can uh, resist most of that. Yeah, but Tim can roll pretty shitty sometimes. Yeah, but even then, like, I was looking at, like, Enthrall, and still it's really close. Whereas this, I could at least try and get the orb from him. But he doesn't have, like, much strength, and so I wouldn't be able to pull it away from him. I was hoping it was floating, but... (laughs) Alright, so that's what you're doing? You're going to send your Unseen Servant towards him? Yes. Oh, okay. To grab the orb. I think this will be a contested athletics check. Just strength, strength v strength. But I'll let you. I'll let you make the call, Candace. I can well, have disadvantage would... because he doesn't see the unseen servant coming. Or you can roll with advantage if you want. It says strength of two. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> is that just two of plus whatever I roll? <laughs> or does he just roll two? <laughs> 
We did have them carry a chaise in this existence. I'm just throwing that back out there. (laughs) Just keep bringing that up. (laughs) But it was funny. Would it be strength? Because it's not really a tug of war. It's more like a like like a grab, like a sleight of hand or something. But I can't. I don't know what his stats are for that. Uh huh. I have AC, hit points, and strength of two. Okay, I think we should just roll for it. Okay. Do you want to have advantage, or do you want me to have disadvantage? I'd like you to have disadvantage. Okay, that's fine. Oh, shit! (laughs) I rolled a natural 20. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, See, Tom can say that because he's around nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Tom, you rolled 17 natural 20s today. It's incredible. (laughs) But Matt can confirm. I just rolled a natural 20. How far can your unseen servant move in a turn? Hmm. Um, on each of your turns, he can move up to 15 feet to interact with an object. Oh, 15? Yeah. yeah I oh, but he has a range. You have a range of 60. He has 60. a range of 60 feet. You could cast it right beside the Mind Flayer. Yeah. Yeah, you can just plop right. him down right next to him. Yeah. It's so a range of 60. Good. That's much more sneaky, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's invisible. So he wasn't expecting it. But now so the orb is sneaky. You're just going to plop him down and then move him 15 feet away? Yes. All right. Okay. So everyone sees the black orb just shoot out of the mind flayer's hand and just just starts just starts <laughs> floating away, going heading back around the monks towards Faye. Amazing. Uh, I would also like to. Oh, it says I can use my bonus turn for that. So never mind. You could use your movement to run up and grab the orb. Yeah, I'm just. No, I am just curious. Is it moving to like um, from our perspective, the left side of the room or the right side? Because I moved off to the left, so I'm just wondering if it's closer. It depends on where, which hand he was holding it into, because my guess is you'd go with the path of least resistance, right? Grab it and All right. So is the Mind Flayer right-handed or (laughs) left-handed? Come on, Tim. Do you have this planned out? All right, I'm going to roll. Four plus, he's left-handed. He's left-handed. Okay. And then um, we want to make sure we don't touch it, though, right? Because he's probably communing or something with it. You know, the black orb still tries to speak scary things to us. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and the diamond is making Gilly, Gilly do weird shit. So, yeah, yeah, probably don't touch it. Although Gilly didn't even have to touch it, right? He just had to yeah. look at it in proximity. I mean, I had touched it before, but. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else for Faye's turn? If When it was immaterial, was it not bothering people? Like when you had it in the portable hole. Like, when it's out of sight, it seems like it's not so much of an issue. Because it wasn't a just a bag when we found it, right? It was, yeah. It was in, in a satchel, yeah. But also, the diamond initially wasn't causing any issues either. Yeah, like, the black orb I was more careful with. I, like, mm-hmm. had it in a cloth. I avoided touching it. But the diamond, I always thought, was just a diamond. So mm-hmm. I would have handled that a bunch. If he's moved 15 feet around the monks, is he ahead of the monks now? Yeah. Okay, then I want to run towards it, and with using the my clothes, I want to cradle the orb from the Unseen Servant. Are you going to run back as yeah, well? Yeah, I'm hoping I can run back as well. I'm trying to remember how much... You have enough movement. How much the room is, yeah. You can get almost back to the doorway in this turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so I do that. Great. Spruce, your turn. Okay, so Spruce is just going to... Uh, try and shoot the Mind Flayer with an arrow. I'm going to use one of my magic arrows as well. 
27 to hit. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay, wait. Can I describe this attack? Wait, is it you get was it a plus one to damage or a plus one to attack? To damage. Ooh, okay. So um I guess the doorway is kind of facing it would have come in and like the the center monk is sort of directly in the pathway between us and the mind flayer. Yeah. Yeah, and the jackal's biting his foot and the baboon's trying to punch him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the center one. Okay. Um and where w- there was a table in between us and the the monks? Yeah. Okay. Spruce is actually going to use some movement and run forward and uh, jump off of the table, like vault basically, off of the table and in midair unleash this arrow at the Ooh. Mind Flayer. Okay. Such flourish. Did he roll an acrobatics check? Uh, 13. God! Of course I rolled a 1. Uh, so it will be... If I do, I get that plus one for the damage. Then, yeah. So then it it does uh, seven piercing, and then so how far how far in front of the monks was the table? Uh, like ten feet, something like that. Okay, then I guess once I land. Um, oh, was that damage including like the magic bonus from your magic arrow? Yeah, I rolled a one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, wait, it would be one. It should be eight. Yeah, sorry. Do you think I would have time to unleash two arrows while in the air? Probably not. To, to, to <laughs> yeah, can you jump? If your acrobatics <laughs> check was better, I would say yes. Yeah. Okay, so when I land, uh, I'm just going to try and shoot another arrow at the Mind Flayer. Okay. And that will be a 21 to hit. This is a magic arrow again. So 21 to hit. Yep, that hits. Nice. Okay. And that's going to be 9, 14 damage. And you know what? I'll use Kensei's shot too to do an extra three damage. Oof, that hurt. I must be really close to this other, uh, uh, this monk that's being attacked by animals. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're about 10 feet away. Okay, so I'll use the rest of my movement to run up and then hit him with an unarmed strike. Okay. Eh. You'll get advantage. Oh, do I get advantage? Yep. Well, he's swarmed by animals. He's he's being mauled. That's much better. 24 to hit. Okay, yeah. And 8 bludgeoning damage. As you run up to him, after having shot two arrows at the Mind Flayer, he sees you coming, he sees you approach, and he says... You dare attack Laval Windspire, and then you punch him so hard that he dies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Mind Flayer? Oh, uh, Laval. No, he didn't kill Seriously? the Mind Flayer. He, he punched uh, oh. one of the monks. And- oh, I was like, <laughs> yeah. that'd be amazing. Do you think the Mind Flayer's name was Laval? <laughs> yeah. I don't question Tim's names anymore. I just go with them and laugh at them. Was that, a, was that a name from the list? Yeah, yeah. I've been neglecting the list for far too long. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. We also haven't been killing a lot of people, so. Let me tell that to the six monks you killed last round. Or was it eight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who can tell? Hmm. 
do like that this whole time Spruce has been such a pacifist and then once we enter a goddamn monastery <laughs> Spruce throws guys he's like screw it I hate monks I've seen too many things <laughs> okay it's it all your fault. it's Rumok's turn him is counting in his head or something <laughs> Rumok, with his greatsword drawn, attacks Vanna. <gasps> Why me? Wait, what? Oh, that's what the Mind Flayer was doing when he put his hand out. Uh, oh, no. Rumok is our gift. Hey, they're trained. What a crappy gift. <laughs> <laughs> he caught the crappy gift. Yeah, he was caught off guard, maybe. No, he's yeah, not a Remember, he's trying to prove himself. Uh, so much other stuff was happening beforehand. He totally knew he was there. So he attacks twice. One attack hits Vanna. Gonna take ten slashing damage and nine psychic damage. Oof! You can tell just by the look in his eyes, he's completely not there. And it's Vanna's turn. All right, I'm gonna go after Love. Va- What's his name? Okay, no, Laval is dead. Ram, Ram, Ram? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Rumok. Rumok. Okay. You're going to attack Rumok? Well, he's trying to attack me. It's not trying Wait, to Wait, what shit. did he, what exactly did he do? He hit you with the sword. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm fairly certain he's being controlled. I know, but I don't want to die. Got yeah. bigger fish to have fry. I don't have time to say that anyway. If you're attacking him, you're attacking him. Well, can I like can I knock him unconscious for a while or you something? You can do non-lethal, yeah. Okay. Can I just like hit him with the butt of my like sword or something like that? Sure. Okay. Can I ask a question? No. Mm-hmm. Has Elwyn dispensed all of your various gifts that he was working on? Oh, I thought so. Okay. I thought so. Okay. Because I have a thing written down. For a necklace. Right, great. Yeah. Okay, great. So this is your plus two beefy sword, your sword of the bovine. I definitely don't have it. What? I don't you have asked, that written down. You asked to have a beefed That's up right. long sword. Okay. And then we were talking about teats for a long time. That's right. <laughs> this is coming back to me. <laughs> you asked for a longer beef. <laughs> Every time you use a sword, you're like, where's the beef? Here it is. I attack with my beef sword. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. It's just a salon. <laughs> but it can do so much damage, you have no idea. <laughs> Very dense salon. <laughs> okay. It's utterly devastating. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, I rolled an 18 with my beef sword. Okay, yeah, that that hits. Uh, so 10. Maybe 12? Oh yeah, 12, sorry. Okay, 12 points of damage. So many numbers. <laughs> and you get a second attack. Oh yeah. Uh, well, is he unconscious? N- no. No. Okay, let's hit him again with my beef. <laughs> <laughs> Mushroom slap that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, no one invited vegetables into this. <laughs> I rolled a 13 to hit. 
Okay, so he he steps to the side and your sword just misses him narrowly. Okay, so the two monks are going to... I guess one of them is going to try to punch this jackal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what's, what's a jackal's armor class, Tom? Can you help me out? Yeah, it's 12. All right, so the first attack, he's just kind of like gets near it and it snaps out of me, recoils a little bit, but then he goes in for the the second attack and it connects. So there's six points of bludgeoning and then seven points of psychic damage. So there's a total of 13 points on the jackal. <laughs> oh yeah, he dissipates into ah. nothing. The other monk, Stupid monks. The other monk says, good job, Kragen. I'm going to try the same thing on this baboon. <laughs> He rolls a natural 20. Oh, the poor baboon. <laughs> yeah, the baboon's gonna die. <laughs> I can just tell you now, as long as he deals damage. <laughs> with the first, with the crit, he still only does 10 points of damage. Yeah, that kills him. <laughs> okay, and then he's gonna rush forward to... Actually, Spruce is right there. I forgot about that. He'll use his other attack against Spruce. No, he's not. I'm not here. <laughs> I'm not here. And Spruce's armor class is what, like 20? 30? Uh, 21. <laughs> okay. So, emboldened with confidence after having just demolished this baboon, he runs forward and just completely misses <laughs> Spruce entirely. Like, you just step out of the way and you're like, what is this? <laughs> okay. Little bitch. We're back up to the top of the order with Giladab. All right. Well, all my pets are gone. Very sad. That's very sad. Title of the episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all my pets are gone. Very sad. <laughs> and so the Mind Flayer isn't engaged with anyone That's right now? That's correct. All Single right. and ready to mingle. I knew it! I knew you were about to make that joke. I couldn't resist. Uh, I couldn't. See, I was going to say, no, I played the field. <laughs> Mm. It costs an action to like use an item, right? It would be like an action. Uh, to do I think that. it's depending on the item. It, it's a potion. Okay, yeah, that's a drinking a potion is an action, unless you're just throwing it. All right, which I guess would also be an action. But... Can you just tell me what you're trying <laughs> yeah. to do, man. <laughs> no, I'm gonna. <laughs> the answer is yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink a potion, and then I. Because uh, I still have a monk. Well, do I have line of sight to the oh, yeah. illithid? Yeah. Okay. I am going to drink this potion, and I'm going to hurl fire out of my mouth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'll probably get at least one of the monks as well as the mind flare. Mm. Spreading a soundboard over All right. Wassel. Here's my spew. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> No, that's the title of the episode. <laughs> Gilly coming out with the ringers tonight. <laughs> so it's uh, 18 fire damage. Um, oh, well, he can't make a saving throw. A dexterity saving throw. Okay, we'll do the monk first. Is there a diff- like a... a uh, DC number noted for this? Yeah, it's a DC 13 dexterity saving okay. throw. 
Okay, so the monk narrowly succeeds, so he'll take nine Half. points. Yeah. The mind flare does not succeed, so it takes the full 18 points of fire damage, and it starts to just slap at its cloak, its robes, as, it, as they catch on fire. Woohoo! Nice. Alright, I'm still gonna stay at, at a little bit of a distance and try and hold this position. Uh, if there's anything I could hide behind, I suppose. <laughs> Maybe just try and get some cover, but... You probably duck in behind, like, one of the bookshelves. Alright, sounds good. Once he extinguishes his robes, he... Can we assume he does a stop, drop, and roll? Because I like that visual. <laughs> <laughs> so I think with the way that people are in the room... Uh, Candace, can you, like, describe... Like, Faye was running back towards the door, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So, he's going to use his big mind brain to do a mind blast. So, this is also going to get his monks. And everybody needs to make an intelligence saving throw. It won't get Gilly because (laughs) Gilly's behind cover. Oh. Oh, shit. Good. Oh dear God! Oh dear God! It's <laughs> very bad. It's going to be an eight for Spruce. How did Faye do? Seven. Oh God! Three. <laughs> we suck, y'all. <laughs> you know who does succeed? Is the Githy Yankee who's currently under his control. Oh, cool. <laughs> So everyone's going to take 22 points of Ah. psychic damage and is stunned. Oh, that's unfortunate. Does that mean we can't do anything? What does that mean? Forget. On on your next turn, you can roll to become unstunned. Uh. Now, this does, unfortunately, kill one of the monks. Unfortunately for them. For them, yes. One of the monks (laughs) grabs his, his head... And slumps down to the floor. He's like, is this the end for Kragen Iron Fist? (laughs) (laughs) They're pretty badass names that these monks have. Yeah, came up with the names myself. No help. (laughs) (laughs) Spruce, it's your turn. Did you? Can I ask you? Wait. Did you? Wait, if I didn't go yet. What? Oh, shoot. Sorry. Yeah, Faye. Faye needs to go. Yes, I'm sorry. Spru- but, but before we go, Spruce, like you added your proficiency mm-hmm. to your intelligence saving throw, yeah? I did indeed, yes. Okay. I rolled a three. Aw, but Katie rolled two. Okay. Yeah, it's real real bad. Faye, go ahead. Thanks for remembering me. <laughs> All right. It's the least I could do. Okay, Um. so I want to launch uh, Max up in the air. But you're stunned, right? Yes, I am. Okay. So How do I unstun? So you're going to have to make another uh, intelligent saving throw to become unstunned. Oof. It's a good thing I'm negative. zero intelligence. Oh, no, zero. not negative. Not negative. I That's was good. plus. Then I got stupider. <laughs> not great. It is a uh, five. Okay. <laughs> Bruce, now it's your turn. So... Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, so I will also try to unstun. 
Is this a sa- this is a saving throw, right? Yes, intelligence saving throw. Yeah, twenty one. You you snap out of it. Yes, but that is so your turn. Smart. So I'm no longer stunned, and that's my turn. Correct. Yeah. All right. Cool. I think with being stunned, you would probably be dropping concentration, Candice. Mm. Yeah. So I think that. Uh, well, yeah, you're holding the. I'm orb holding anyway. the orb, though. Remember, I took it from him and, and then went back are. to the door. Okay. So it doesn't matter what he's doing. <laughs> you just left Unseen Servant to die. Yeah. Okay, so it's Rumok's turn, and he's going to see if he can... Hmm, what's Rumok going to do? Well, wait, wasn't he stunned as well? No, no, he wasn't. He was the only one that succeeded out of all of us. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Out of all of us who were affected. I think seeing that Spruce has become unstunned, Rumok's going to run, run across... And make a couple of attacks against Spruce. I guess everyone around him is stunned. There's no attacks of opportunity. Yeah, Vanna and Faye are both stunned, and you're you're off to the side. Ooh, okay. Because you had said like you just ducked behind a bookshelf. I just assumed like the bookshelves were like up against the walls, and you were kind of like getting in behind. Oh yeah, them, I, like... I'm definitely away. Like I made sure to move off away from the group, so makes sense. And Spruce's armor class is 19? 19 now, yeah. Okay. The first attack misses. The second attack <laughs> is a crit. Oof. Okay, wait. This is... He's just hitting me with his sword? Is yeah. What's happening? Would you have some kind of ability that you want to use? Yeah, I'm going to use parry. But you have to roll your your attack first. Or your damage first. Oh, okay. Now, does it parry, like, all the damage? Because this is this has, like, slashing and then psychic damage built into it. It's just going to reduce... Re- uh, it says you reduce the damage okay. by cool. the by a number. So it's going to be... Yeah, I'm just going to roll, and it'll reduce the damage. Okay, so, so... whatever the total is. It's eight slashing damage and seven psychic. So for a total of 15. 15, okay. This is not, gonna, a, <laughs> not an impressive crit. Uh, nope, but still enough to make me unconscious, depending on this roll here <laughs> for my parry. Um, all right. Fuck. God damn it. All right. Um, five. Sorry, it was how much? 17? 15. 15. Oh, yes. Okay, so I reduced that by five, so I take 10 damage. I am still conscious. Noise. <laughs> Okay. You know what? It's funny because when I was choosing my martial adept like skills, I was looking at them and I was like, Perry's not the best one, but this could literally save me from death at some point. And it just fucking did. (laughs) How about that? So now it's Vanna's turn. I will try an unstun. 13. Do you get any pluses? No. I like that. <laughs> Vanna is trying desperately to get out of this being of stunned. I don't know how to phrase it. <laughs> but unfortunately, she is still stunned for this turn. We're over to one of the monks who also remains stunned for this turn. Gilly, we're back up to you. Hoo-hoo. I will use a bonus action and spew fire. Believe is this my 
second time. I think yes. this is just my second time seeing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I'm gonna I... try and. I was just gonna try and attack the Illithid. Okay. Uh, all right. Go ahead and roll damage. Ooh, that's great. Uh, five, ten, <laughs> fifteen, twenty-one. Oof! Nice. Oh! <laughs> I rolled a natural one for the Dex save, so yes. he, the Mind Flayer, tries to anticipate which, like a, like a f- soccer goalie, tries to anticipate which way the ball is going to go, but he d- guesses totally wrong and just takes all of it. <laughs> Can I just say that's probably your first sports reference ever? Very good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad sports are canceled. Yeah. <laughs> all sports, all sports are canceled. <laughs> okay, so mind flare is looking super hurt. Um, so seeing that he got crispy, crispy from my fire, um, I'm going to <laughs> cast a spell. So I am going to cast Sleep on the Mind Flayer, and I'm going to cast it as a level two spell. So I'm really trying hard here. Mm. So I get 5d8 and then an extra 2d8. Oof. So, yes, I must roll this dice seven times. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, I'm going to have to write this down. Wait, six. If, if you say the numbers, I'll add them up as you roll. Okay, I got a six. And then I got a yep. four. Yep. A uh, six. Yep. A one. Mm-hmm. Five. Okay, you can stop. Mm-hmm. Seven. <laughs> and a three. Seven and a three. <laughs> 32 total. This is the crazy thing because the mind flare has advantage against, like, advantage on saving throws against spells, but sleep offers no saving throw, period. Heck yeah. Whoa. So this mind flare, nice. like a smoldering bipedal calamari. squid. Yeah. <laughs> smoldering calamari. <laughs> Falls over. Nice. Who's next? Well, presumably some effects have to happen end be- here, right? Like, it would be the mind flayer. Yes. So I spent my bonus action. I spent my action. Then I would just be waiting to see what happens. Does Rumok like snap out of it? Yeah. Yes, he does. Ooh. Does everyone become unstunned or is stunned? A, does that? Yes. Being stunned is not like based on the mind flayer being conscious. Okay. So people are still stunned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, now sleep. Correct me if I'm wrong. Lasts for one minute. Yes, it does. Okay. Uh, so, Faye, like, you can each roll a, a saving throw right now, and then, yeah. like, uh, Gilly could probably just go around and, like, shake everyone out of it, I guess. Or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still super concerned about sleeping Mind Flare. Uh, are there monks alive? There's one monk that's stunned. And I'll roll for him, I guess. Yeah, we're still on initiative. Candace, how'd you do with your saving throw? 14. Not quite. So close. You know, what it helped is a plus to my intelligence. (laughs) Same here. To your intelligence. (laughs) Uh, Somebody took that away from me. Okay. Vanna is still stunned. The monk is still stunned. 
Gillian's spruce, what you what are you gonna do? Oh, oh my god. Gilly, what do we do? Uh it's a good thing that Monk is stunned, because I don't know if he'd still help this mind flare. Uh, but I don't want to keep him alive. But as soon as we uh touch him, the spell's gonna end and he's gonna wake up. So I think we need to get every anyone who's capable real quick and we'll all prepare attacks and and you know, old old school schoolyard beat him up let's all surround him and okay, finish him off wait quick question rumok uh, rumok are you okay what the hell happened there i just want to see what's up with rumok because he might be the the i don't know best yeah sure to so do spruce, this. Thing, spruce goes to talk to rumok and i think gilly would just walk up and maybe do like a really good perception check on the mind flare 19. Okay. It doesn't look like it even has anything in the way of weapons. Like it just has these robes and a, a weird, weirdly designed breastplate for armor, like a bit of armor. But mm-hmm. it, like it's, it's breathing. It is unconscious currently. It's, you find it unnerving to be this close to something that you've only seen in Elwyn's mind. All right, I'll just ready my bow at him and wait for the team. Spruce, you go over to have a quick chat with Rumok. He looks horrified. He's like in, in almost in shock, so he doesn't really say much. So how how would someone go about trying to unstun someone else? Like you're trying to shake them out of it. What do, do you have to make like a check or what? I think it depends on the effect. I mean, for this mm. in this case, it's just the effect is that they got a little bit of a mind scramble going on. <laughs> Well, sleep is based on hit points, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. So, I mean, we know he has less than 32 hit points. So I guess, Gilly, if you and I just kind of ready an attack and kind of unleash it at the same time, maybe we can do enough. It should. Uh, Rumac, are you capable enough to swing that sword? Come on, man. I thought you were going to become a knight. You got to snap into it. This is your chance. This is your chance for a promotion. Yeah, try and give him a little pep talk. (laughs) He walks up. Yeah. He walks up with his sword ready. Okay, so Spruce is going to... Wait, how how long are we into this now? Like 30 seconds-ish? No, this has been like maybe 10 seconds. Okay, Spruce is going to chug a healing potion first. (laughs) Uh, How much does a healing potion do? I think it's 1d4 plus 4. Oh, 2d4 plus 2. Alright, I get 6 back. Alright. Not great, but whatever. And um, before we do that, Faye and Vanna, do you guys want to do another saving throw real quick? Sure. Yep. Yes. <laughs> 2! 17. Woo, Faye snaps out of it. I'm just jealous. <laughs> Alright, Spruce, like, sees sees Faye snap out of it and screams for her to get over here and like to grab her. Is the, your sword in your hand right now? Or uh, is it like floating in the air? Nothing because I haven't got to do anything. I got oh, that's stunned. Right. Okay. Yeah. Took a black ball and that was it. Spruce will yell to draw your sword and get over here. We need to end this thing. Okay. I call Max out and send him hovering above the mind flare. Okay. Spruce, Gilly, Faye, Make an attack roll with advantage. <laughs> if this mind flare was a photocopier, this would be that scene from yeah. Office Space. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, I got a 16. I got a 27. I also got a 16. Okay, that's all good. Everybody hits. What about Rumok? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he hits. Rolls a 21. Nice. Tom, how'd you do? Oh, for my damage? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot. Um, <laughs> that's what I like to hear. 12. 25 damage. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Well, I get the sneak attack. Doesn't get much Jeez. more sneaky when you attack someone who's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a tried and true method. I've been using it since the very beginning. That's true. And it's been it's working like real well. Out a window. <laughs> Aww. R.I.P. And Spruce? Owen? Uh, 12. Okay. Rumak got 10. Faye, how'd you do? Nine. Nine points. Well, that's a lot of damage to something that's totally helpless. Yeah. And you essentially, <laughs> you guys are just impaling this unconscious body <laughs> and this blue black blood <laughs> shoots upwards mm. as you're as you're stabbing it repeatedly. <laughs> We're just coating oh. it. What's, that, <laughs> an artery? Oh, What's the rule for like? If you do enough damage, they they don't even like go unconscious, right? Oh, that's more for uh, that's more for like a player character. If you do half their overall hit points in damage, then they're automatically dead. If they're already at if, that, if they're at if you take them down to zero, zero, and then the excess is half or more yeah. of their hit point total, then they're dead. Which would have Jeez. which would have done it in this case, I think. <laughs> right into that true death. During this time, the last monk becomes unstunned and runs up and attacks Spruce. He misses two times. Oh, thank goodness. I, I yeah. would still have a bonus action. I don't know if I'd be able to use that depending on what the order is. Sure. Okay. I'll allow it. But like, Gilly has one more bonus action charge of the fire, po fire breath potion that he drank. Okay. <laughs> so if we're all standing together and I see this guy like get unstunned and charge up, I just puke fire at him. Do it. Roll roll your damage. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Amazing. Fourteen. Two sixes and two so, ones. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. So he he successfully takes half. Still somewhat singed. And the flames, I think, would have distracted him enough that he missed both of his attacks on Spruce. So if we're still in the initiative order, it, it would then go to Faye. Yeah. Okay. Get him, Faye. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> you just saw Gilly puke fire at him. Yeah, I'm just trying to decide... Okay, I'll have Max just fire at him as well. Twelve? Misses just slightly. All that black-blue blood covering us. Mm-hmm. Also, can I use my bonus action? Yeah. I would like to use healing word for Spruce. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. What does healing word what do? Does it do? <laughs> I have to tell you again. Uh, 1d4 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. So Christmas plus five. So plus five. Is that what my spell modifier is still? Is your charisma 20? Yeah. Oh my God. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hella charismatic. <laughs> My charisma is eight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, one d four plus five. And that's just at level one. So. And it's a four. Nice. Thank you. Welcome. I just see that you are in the single digits. So yeah. Okay, Spruce, your turn. This guy is right in front of you. Uh, how does he look? Like what? Other than singed. He he looks pretty hurt. All right, I'm just gonna make unarmed. <laughs> <laughs> what color are his eyes? <laughs> uh, I'm just uh, Spruce is gonna make just a bunch of unarmed attacks against this guy. So I'll make two unarmed attacks to start. Uh, first one's gonna be 18 to hit. Yeah, that does it. And it does six damage. The next is 26 to hit. Oh, and does five damage. And then for a bonus action. Okay. Because <laughs> after the second unarmed strike, he drops to the ground. And the room is eerily quiet. Except for all the blood dripping off of your weapons and clothing. <laughs> And fists. <laughs> <laughs> In the room, three dead monks, a dead mind flayer. Faye is currently in possession of the black orb. What are you going to do? Oh, yeah. I'm going to do something else with it. It's, it's, well, it's kind of wrapped in the cloth in my clothes. Who went last? Do I get to unstun try that yet again or no? Okay, so the stunning just lasts for a minute, so you'll snap out of it eventually. Okay, There's fine. No more threats here. All right. Vanna nods herself out of the stun. <laughs> All right, it's like a charm. Yeah, so I think I just figure, like, can someone take this thing away from me? Put it in the hole. Okay, yeah, no. I'll, I'll open no. the portable no. hole. No, and, don't open and- the portable hole. <laughs> Why? As the white diamond well, is in got there. The eye diamond in every there. time he opens it, don't put it in the hole. Don't put it in the <laughs> hole. But it's weird because the the portable hole is like goes into blackness. So like, it's not like a a real bag with where you can like see the stuff inside of it. But I don't I don't know. I guess it has it worked by be while it's in the bag. Yeah, that's the one time when you just opened it to put in the well of worlds. That's when he like mm. got you. Well, then I don't know. Hold on to it. I don't need to have everything. I have too much stuff already. <laughs> you can keep You can keep it. Just put it in like a pocket or something. All right, it's in a pocket. Just, just on my person. <laughs> All right, you keep track of that one. Yeah, I'll try. Okay, what are you going to do? Uh, Tim, you mentioned that the only like distinct item on the Mind Flayer was his little uh, chest armor. Mm-hmm. Is that like a uniquely mind flare kind of material or something? Like the style of it looks very unique, but the material seems something comparable to to steel. Well, I'll take it just as like a a little token that that that's one mind flare down. Now I'm gonna like wipe the bluey black blood off of my face and out of my eyes and stuff and just be like, well, that wasn't that bad. 
And now he's got to take down a whole army of them, right? I mean, if we can just kill them all in their sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Do they sleep? Easy. That feels more <laughs> accessible for us. Spruce is going to turn to Rumok and, and just be like, I, what happened there? Like, I thought you guys were trained to, to withstand this kind of thing. Yeah, Rumok. He hangs his his head in the most abject shame. <laughs> oh, did Spruce, did Spruce hurt his feelings? Yes, very badly. He very sadly, in a very morose fashion, begins to sever the Mind Flayer head from the body. <laughs> As I'm putting away the armor that I just took off the corpse, I'll like clasp him on the shoulder and say, hey, but at least you, you killed a Mind Flayer. He doesn't say anything. He just walks out of the room, like dragging it by one tentacle and like dragging the head along the ground. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to like catch up to him if I can, though. All right. Yeah, he's not walking very fast. <laughs> yeah, he's just dragging the head because I don't know if you remember one of my things is I really wanted to get him alone so that we could chat with him because he'd be away from all of his commanders. Mm-hmm. About what's going on with the other. You're going to like charm uh, him to feel better. Do you have like a song of confidence? No, I have word, I can encourage him, but more so I could like just play to his sympathies too. I, I could try. Anyway, so I'm going to walk up to him and be like, oh, Rue, how you doing? Rue, Rue, oh. <laughs> How's it going? I just, I just wanted to check in with you. I know that was rough, but you still did an awesome job. Don't listen to those guys. We killed the mind flare. That was the whole point of being here. I did. All I did was ask a question. Don't <laughs> listen to them. They're dinks. How can you be with this group? They're so hurtful. <laughs> I was being nice too. I complimented him on the kill. You guys aren't here. <laughs> oh, you guys actually left the you know, room. I, yeah, he was leaving the room, he said, and I chased after him. We just him. let him go. We're just like, we'll hang back. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do the Faye and Rumok thing in a second. I just want, like, what's everybody else going to do in that while that's happening? I'm going to do a lot of standing. I don't know. Is, are they, were they in this room for a reason? Is there anything special? Like, I know there's a bunch of books. I'm just going to, like, check out the little room we're in. Oh, yeah, and I suppose maybe check the monk's bodies, too. <laughs> well, there's three of them. Okay. Uh, give me a perception check. Okily dokily. 20. Okay. So you find on different bodies, you find a pair of sending stones. Ooh. Yes. After looking around the room, it looks like that this was a place that the mind flare had chosen to hide itself away with the monks in its service. So it was, it must have been hiding out here. And with a 20, you also find some notes written in common that describe the temple where the dragon bones were kept and details all of the various protections that it has and kind of like sketches out how they were going to circumvent those things. 
So could I tell yeah. from that that this group is the one, the group that stole the dragon bones? Yes. And he's still in the area. So is there any information about, or would I get a sense about like, like, so they are the dragon bones still here somewhere? So in those, in those notes, there is, there are hints that the, they would have wanted to send those back to Pharaoh's point. Mm. Cause that's, that's where the mind flayers main focus is. Yeah, that makes sense. Did Dane mention how long ago the temple was ransacked? He did not. Hmm. Maybe we need to find that out. Something that your characters would remember way back in, I don't know, 10 episodes ago, hmm. was that when Shigar came to Tall Hill, he said he was in Boldbrook with others. So you're assuming that he had, that there were other thralls that he left behind here and that these may have been them. So it might've been like a week ago that this happened. Yeah. Not too, mm. not too far in the past, but long enough that, that they could be long gone. Mm-hmm. I think I'll make a mental mm-hmm. note um, to, cause like we could put out a notice um, instantly to anyone we know in Pharaoh's point. I mean, slim chances probably, but just to say, like, <laughs> there. If you see a group of monks <laughs> from this monastery where I just raided <laughs> with a big cart, it might be full of dragon bone. <laughs> Would I know like what this particular monastery is, or if they have like a noticeable style of dress? Uh, yeah, it's it doesn't stand out too much, but enough for you to give a description. Nothing too ostentatious, so they could probably blend in pretty easily. But there is, I guess, a distinctive style in the monk robes that they wear. Mm-hmm. Well, and if anything, like uh, they stole a whole dragon worth of bones, right? So it would be like a really big you know, shipment or like cart taking it in. Mm. Oh, did Dayden say that they stole all of them, or did he just say that it was robbed? Actually, I don't know. In all the craziness like we barely talked to him right we landed and took off yeah yeah i i would just tell them it might be a lot we're not sure but yeah all right might as well put the word in let's cut back to Faye. okay and you're trying to convince rumok to open up can you sorry i didn't mean to cut off for so long but uh yeah go ahead with what you're trying to get out of uh get out of this poor sad Alien. So you said you finished it off with how can you hang out with some people so mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Faye would follow up with like, uh, I, I understand. It's hard. I mean, I'm as someone who's always been on the outside of this group, it's very hard to understand what they even want from you. I mean, sometimes they want you to kill people. Sometimes they don't want you to kill people. It's very gray. It's hard to figure out. And I'm still trying to figure it out. But I'm like, I'm here for you, buddy. Like, I'm here to help you out. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to tell you you've done an awesome job. And uh, I'm glad you're here to help us out. Okay. That's all very nice. He's like, oh. He kind of, like, hits you with the mind flare head just to be like, you're just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, I'm just super happy. I just, I'm glad we also got some time to talk because 
it's really hard on that ship with everyone around all the time. No, oh, I know. It's some of those guys, they just, the personal hygiene is just not the best. Ugh, I know. Some of the, the, the smells in that ship were ones I prefer to forget, but I'm sure you're used to them in your line of work. Well, in our home in the astral plane, we don't age and time doesn't pass. So we come here, all of a sudden, our bodies start changing in weird ways. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, that must be super confusing. You're growing hair so in strange places. <laughs> <laughs> You're feeling things you haven't felt before. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm going to play this segment to my kids when they're old enough for the sex talk. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so the, uh, like, like I said, the reason I'm glad we can get some alone time is it just, the vibe seemed real off on that ship. Everyone seemed really testy with us. It seemed really dark. There was those guys, like, zapping in, zapping out. People were whispering. And I happened to overhear um, someone who we don't trust very much having a conversation behind closed doors with other GIF on your ship. I'm just wondering, do you know what's going on? Okay, make a persuasion check. 27. Oh my goodness. <sighs> I did say his name three times. Yeah, okay, that's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> so he's, you're standing at the top of the stairs, like still on the third floor, but you're just sort of going into the hallway outside the room. Yeah, we're away from everyone. He's kind of like punts the mind flare head down the stairs. And he says, you're the one that you call Arizax is trying to make a, a deal with Grath and the other ship. He thinks he's a stronger ally against the Mind Flayers than, than you. Those lying sons of bitches. I don't know exactly Anyways, what sorry. was said because I wasn't in the room. But that's what I heard. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you could tell us that part. Do they seem like they're willing to take it? He... He shrugs and he says, I don't know what's going to happen. And he begins to walk down the stairs and picks up the head again by the tentacles and s still walking out. All right, see you later, Rue. <laughs> <laughs> so I walk back to the group with our friends. Nah. So it was Arizak's guys. He was uh, trying to make a deal with Gith and the, with Grath and the other ship. We might have. Uh, our allies may be turning on us. Well, I feel like going back to the ship with the dead uh, mind flayers may be a little bit persuading in our favor. Yeah, especially since their guy did shit all. <laughs> I mean, after I just buttered him up and I was like, yes. Stupid. Well, you know what? Maybe if we if we talk him up to the rest you of the You guys are the mean girls. If we if we talk him up to the rest of the gith and he can get a promotion, maybe he'll back us up then. On Wednesdays, we wear Mind Flare blood. <laughs> oh, boy. Thanks, Katie. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> what the hell is that? Mean Girls reference. Oh. Uh, the Mean Girls quote. Well, Keeping they, that shit in there. They don't say Mind Flare blood <laughs> Mean Girls. They say pink. Yes. That's so fetch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> very nice. I don't understand. <laughs> it's because you don't even go here <laughs> I don't go here I don't go anywhere Picked anymore all of this in this is so good 
Oh my gosh! For the very right, so small crossover <laughs> section, clear, I'm still I'm still stunned. Right? That's why. I, no, no, no. You're. It's been oh, like a minute. Done. You're unstunned. You said I was going to be eventually. I didn't know that I was unstunned. That's why I've just been. That's why I said I will be standing. Oh, I just okay. assumed I, I was know. still All right. okay. All right. Are you going to sit now? Yeah. Okay. Change it up. Well, I guess we we just start uh, catching up to Rumok and head back to the ship slash Dane. Are there any, wait, are there any other monks like down on that, on that first level when we came in, all the old monks and stuff, are they still there? I was just going to say, we should maybe take a second look. <laughs> and Rudis comes out with the bloody head. Yeah. <laughs> well, cause Rumac might be able to tell if uh, there's still people like under yeah. the influence. Right. So you get down to the first, like the first floor, the first, um, room in the tower that you were in is it unfair to say that i would loot on the way out no not unfair at all (laughs) okay (laughs) because i need every advantage here for our team (laughs) should check these monks for valuables guys all right make a uh, perception roll and this will be you pilfering the bodies as you go 16 okay you find two vials of a weird looking liquid and this was the liquid that had coated the floor in a in a greasy substance when you were coming mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. that was the stuff you had to like jump over right mm-hmm. yeah it's it's essentially a the spell grease in a vial oh sweet so you got two of them yeah so when you get down to the first room in the tower uh the older monks are there and rumak just kind of gives them a passing glance as he goes leaving this trail of mind flare blood behind him and these older monks genuinely look gobsmacked like they have no idea what they're looking at so it seems like they had no idea what was in their monastery that's unfortunate because there's a bunch of dead monks up there now I don't don't think that is there anything we can say to these guys right now that's gonna that's gonna reassure them of anything. We just all that they saw was we went in and murdered half their monastery. It came with a blue head, which they don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Gilly just needs to have a one liner on his way back out. Oh no, I told it's like shades on and just like, oh hey, and then just on my way. Oh hey, it's like nothing happened. Oh hey, what's up? Oh my god. Um, Jeez. I guess a Spruce will just go to one of the older ones or if they're in a group or something and just say like, I, I understand that that this that this looks bad things are not what they seem uh, there's a lot that you don't understand that's going on right now um uh, we're we're trying to make it better i don't know <laughs> you got the most vague um, uh, things aren't how they seem can't. Uh, you'll understand when you're older <laughs> i thought you were gonna go up to him and put your hand on his shoulder and be like really beautiful monastery here <laughs> <laughs> but like oh you're God. bloody blue black yeah. just like, and then like you just wipe shoulder. your hand off on his on his robe <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> That's oh what happens. <laughs> I choose that reality. I like that one. All right. So I, I, I'll wait. I'm gonna. I'll just toss him like a little satchel with like fifteen gold. <laughs> Be like this is for the burials, <laughs> and then walk out. Yes, it's a, it's a Han Solo thing. It's like when he throws a coin to the bartender after shooting Greedo, who he shot first, <laughs> yeah. for the mess. Yeah. You're going to need some disinfectant. <laughs> okay, so are you just following Rumok back to the airship? I guess so. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. You're getting lots of lots of looks as you... <laughs> in blue black blood and carrying a head <laughs> a tentacle head uh-huh. last time we were here we brought a ghost dragon <laughs> yeah, what will happen be famous these people will hate us I'll wave and smile at people we crashed a dragon ship in their main like <laughs> temple <laughs> Gilly's being feeling which had recently right been now. robbed I'm very happy with our performance. Uh, I, I'm in a good mood. These these people are going to take me down. You get back to the airships, plural, because, as you recall, there was a second Githyanki airship that landed, which sparked a whole lot of tension. It's only been, I'd say, maybe 20 minutes since you left. The area is still chaotic. It's calmed down a little bit. There's this perimeter of dwarven soldiers from Dane's clan that are surrounding both airships. You can see the Githyanki are sort of milling about. And when Rumok approaches, the the dwarves sort of part to let him and all of you pass. But Grath comes forward along with a few other Githyanki. And takes possession of the head and then like leans in to Rumok and begins speaking in their language. And Rumok doesn't look any happier. Does he like even like chance a glance at us? No. Nope. Like, do we know they're talking about us? Nope. Grath sort of takes a step back and Rumok takes out his greatsword and hands it over to him. And Grath issues a command to the other Githyanki behind him, and they begin to continue to move equipment and crates and their belongings from their crashed ship over to the non-crashed one. And then Grath makes eye contact with all of you, and he says, in common, you've brought us misfortune, you've dishonored all of us by bringing your chaos onto our ship. We've lost men from the attack, from these short people. And now Rumok is dishonored and can no longer be one of us. He says, what did he do to dishonor himself? He let himself be tainted. Oh, because they could smell it on him. And he says, we'll continue this fight without you. And he turns away. So you take gifts from us with no thanks and then blame without looking at any of the assistance we've given you? No manners from these people. 
he he turns back and like almost looks like he's going to rush the like through the line of dwarves but he stops and he says i hope we don't see you again and that's it and he turns back and he he storms off he, he he's like a unique guy does he have an item on him that he see that as far as i know like he's always had like like a weapon or something unique yeah his his sword is much more distinct from the others it looks like it's imbued with silver perhaps but is Rue staying back now yeah he can't go with them can Rumex stay with us now can we keep him <laughs> yeah <laughs> we need someone to smell the taint i just make a mental note of that sword <laughs> basically i'm familiarizing myself with it mm-hmm. <laughs> okay Fair enough once they get the Yankee are done unloading one ship onto the other, they all hop on board. The remaining Githy Yankee from Grath's ship hop on board to the other, and it takes off. A few dwarven airships tail it at a safe distance, just to, you assume, to make sure that it's leaving peacefully. Now you're standing just around a bunch of dwarves. I'm going to approach uh, Rumak, though, and put my hand on his shoulder and say, you're always welcome to stay with us. Or a band of misfits with a larger plan. He says, I think, I think if we cross paths again with them, they'll try to kill me. And they'll probably try to kill all you two. Well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. Uh, I'll ask Rumak, um, have you guys killed Mind Flayers before? In a different world. And how many gith, gith would it take normally to go up against a Mind Flayer? Depends how quickly we catch them in their in their plots how far along they are in twisting whatever culture to serve them if we catch them early on maybe only a handful of us hmm. but if we're late and they have many people under the con- under their control then it could take an army well i don't have much experience yet but i think we did fairly well taking that one down and i don't know what you want but if you would like to yeah, continue killing Mind Flayers, I think we're your best bet. He says he'll think on this. He feels himself already growing old in this place, and it's an unusual sensation. And he says, tell me, is there a place here where we can... And he makes like a motion of, of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> there was. <laughs> It's probably repaired by now. <laughs> it was only a little burnt, right? A week. <laughs> it can't be the only bar in town. That's true. And that was in Lower Boldbrook, wasn't it? There's got to be like a nice a nice place in Upper Boldbrook here. It's going to take let a, like a random uh, yeah, get in. Wait. You know what? We have We're with didn't Dane we Ruby take I. over the blacksmith's place. Oh yeah, that secret hideout. Yeah, so we can tell him to go there, and I'll just bring him like booze. <laughs> we can probably get the a stash of it there. Yeah, we'll get it delivered. Like, if he wants to leave or be alone, can we just like give him the location and say he can go there for now and be in peace? Sure. Well, I think somebody might have to guide him there because he's kind of a stranger, but oh, that's the, true. Like, in the city. But uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll pick it up next time with you talking to Dane. And, uh, oh yeah, I should say that Elwyn and Brita got off the ship. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's good. Oh, hey guys. 
What you got there? Hi, cousin. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Gilly gives him an evil eye. Elwin. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> 